Welcome to the Restoration Revival Church of God in Christ podcast. Here teaching from Pastor Dennis Martin. Let's join today's podcast. We want to continue to share with you the Word of God and uh, to enrich our lives as we go through. We, tonight I'm going to pray and then we're going to get right into the Bible study. I see those of you that are joining. Thank you so much. Let's be engaging tonight and please, by all means, share in your comments tonight. Father, we thank you and we praise you for this time that we've come to share and study your word together. I pray that you would bless us tonight and have your way and minister to us through your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Well, it's exciting. Tonight, I want to uh, share with you tonight and we're going to talk tonight about something that I believe is very important. You know, today, everyone in the world is talking about and using the word increase. And most of the time when we hear increase in the church or in Bible study or whatever, we really feel that increase is referring to financial gain or money. And we're looking for increase in that area. But as I begin to study the word of God, I found out that there are so many areas that God wants us to increase in. It's not just financial. Of course, he wants us to increase financially, but that's not the only area that we need to look at increasing in, that we need to increase in a whole lot of different areas. And we're going to talk about that tonight and share that with you tonight about increase, increasing. And uh, again, it's not just about finance. It's not just about money, but there are so many other areas that we need to increase in. Now, when I read in the scripture and read in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 15, it said, Now boasting of things without measure, that is of other man's labor, but having hope when your faith is increased, that ye shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly. So he says, when your faith is increased. And then in First Thessalonians chapter 4, and there at the 10th verse, it says, Indeed, ye do it toward all brethren, which are all Macedonians. But we beseech you, brother, brethren, that ye increase more and more. And in Second Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 10, he talks in the latter part about increasing the fruit of your righteousness. And so we talked about increase and we know the scripture even talked about that. It says one is watered, one is planted, but God is given the increase. It is God that gives the increase. And so tonight I want to talk to us about increase, some areas that we need to look at increasing in the areas that we need to look at increasing in. Uh, when we talk about increasing our faith, and those things that are challenging to us. We want to increase in those areas and increase in our faith. Let me find another scripture that I think will be very important. Um, and and uh, when the man said, Lord, uh, increase, increase my faith. And uh, we want to look at that uh, tonight uh, about increasing our faith. Uh, and let me, 
find that here. Um, and uh, we, we'll look at that because I think that's important. Um, I think that's important for us tonight to take a look at that. Uh, we want the Lord to increase our faith. And uh, when our faith is increased, we said when your faith is increased, uh, then you, you uh, can have what you're looking for, what you want. So let's look at this. Let's um, find it real quick, what I want to read to you. And um, matter of fact, uh, in, in Luke chapter 17, verse 5, and the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. So we talked and see a lot about increasing in John chapter three, verse 30, it says he must increase, but I must decrease. And so we hear and talked about the increasing. And so when we start looking at that word increase, we're looking at more than just financial gain and money. And so let's talk about some areas tonight that we need to increase in. Let's look at that. Well, first thing I think we need to increase in and that's very important today is increase in our knowledge, to increase in our knowledge. That's very important to have increasing knowledge or to increase in our knowledge, which means to have information or to know. Notice what it says in Colossians chapter one and verse 10, that we may walk worthy of the Lord under all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing, listen at this, in the knowledge of God. He said increasing in the knowledge of God. We need to increase in the knowledge of God. We need to get a better understanding of God's word and what he says and increase in the knowledge of God. He says you might walk worthy of the Lord in pleasing and being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. And then in Philippians, Philippians chapter three and verse 10, he said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable under his death. Amen. That I may what know him. In other words, that I may increase in knowledge by knowing him. Now watch uh, another scripture that gives us something to understand about increasing in knowledge. And it's very important. And that's in Hosea chapter four and verse number six. Notice what he says. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee, uh, thee that thou shall be no priest, no more priest to me, seeing that thou forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. And so he says, look, I need you to understand that my people, they're destroyed for the lack, the lack of knowledge. And because the thing is, they have rejected knowledge. Now, you know, people don't mind, uh, you know, and, and we do it, but people don't mind dancing and shouting, but folk don't want knowledge. If you want to, if you want to get people lost, find some books and put them in front of them. You want to get people lost, find something of sound doctrine, something that is sound in the word that gives them knowledge 
and understanding. That's why he said, I'll give you passes out to my own heart that will feed you with knowledge and, and they'll feed you with understanding. So we understand that when we get to that place that we need to increase in knowledge, we should be hungry to know God and to also increase in our knowledge because the Bible is right. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge when they don't have knowledge and they have rejected knowledge. People would rather hear as what I call soundbite preaching and teaching. That's, that's something that, that they can post on social media that sounds good, but it's a soundbite. It has no, no, no scripture basis, has no scripture knowledge, no scripture foundation. It's just a, a, a soundbite. It sounds good. And sometimes uh, all of us may misquote a scripture, but some of this uh, misrepresentation of scripture and quoting scriptures that's totally out of out of place, out of line, and 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 just out. We need to understand. We need to increase in knowledge because the more knowledge you have, the more and better off you'll be. There are folk that don't. Uh, you you can't do things when they got knowledge of certain things, the law, or knowledge of certain things when they uh, educate or educate themselves and become knowledgeable. And so he says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. They don't, they don't, they don't go after knowledge. And then that group that has rejected knowledge altogether, they don't want no knowledge. They don't want to be increased in knowledge, but he said that you may walk worthy, that you may increase in the knowledge of God. And so that's number one. We want to increase in the, the knowledge of God. That's important. Increasing in the knowledge of God. And then we not only need to increase in the knowledge of God, but we need to increase in our learning. Increase in our learning. What do you mean learning? That that's not necessarily mean you got to go to school. You should if you can, but you should increase. You should always be open to learning. Notice what it says in Proverbs chapter one and verse five. It says a wise man will hear and will increase learning and a man of understanding shall obtain unto wise counsel. Uh, did you hear that? A wise man will hear and will increase learning and a man of understanding. You, you know, sometimes you've got to keep yourself open to learning. There's some people they don't learn anymore. You can't tell them anything. They know it all. They know everything. They know the scripture. You can't preach or teach to them because they already know where you're going before you get there. They know what you're getting ready to say. They done heard it all before. And when you get to that place and cut yourself off, that means that you have uh, ceased to grow. Did you hear what I said? You cease to grow when you uh, are not learning. When you Every day I'm learning something. I learn something new every day. I learn something and, and I'm 62 and I'm still learning. There are things that I'm still amazed at when I learn them because I'm open to learning. I'm open to being taught and, and to get information that will increase me in knowledge and increase my learning. So I'm always open to learning. And so he said a wise man will hear and will increase 
learning. Then he says in Proverbs 9 and 9, give instruction to a wise man and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. So he says, if you give instructions to a wise man, he will get wiser. Give instruction to a wise man. They don't get dumber. They should get wiser and teach a just man and he will increase in learning. They will increase. They will know more. They will have more. So you have to increase in your learning. Are you following this? Increase. And so this is why it's important that we increase in learning. He says, then there's another problem that that can be, and I've got to teach balance with this. There's another problem. There's some people, they learn, but they miss out a point. What is that? He says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 7, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Notice the first thing we said, you need to increase in knowledge. Then we said you, you need to increase in learning. But then he says there are some people that are ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge. The knowledge of what? The knowledge of the truth. They are smart. The stuff that they're learning, they're increasing. They're ever learning and all of that, but they're never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And why is that important? Because ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So it's important that what we learn is correct. It's important that what we learn is proper. It's right because he says you can be ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. The truth is the thing that we need. And so some people, they're learning, but they're learning the wrong stuff. There's some people that are filling themselves with the wrong knowledge and they're increasing their knowledge, but they're never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And I need you all to understand that tonight It's very important what you hear. And it's very important that some stuff you hear that you research it. Just don't take my word or any preacher's word, or anybody's word. Research it. Study it. Find out for yourself. When you get through praying, go read. Go read the context. Go read when when it was and what what was the circumstances during the time that it was written and what was going on. That way you can see if it applies to us today or if it applies at all. Could have been just for that time and not for us today. You need to know that. You need to study. You need to read that. And, and, and like I said, don't just take my word for any preacher's word. And I'm a pastor and I'm telling you that. Study for yourself. Read it for yourself. Go in and find out and see what, what it was talking about. That's very important. And so we need to increase in our knowledge, increase in our learning. And then he says uh, we need to increase in our faith. Notice. And uh, in Luke 17 and five, and the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. We need to increase our faith. Our faith needs to be increased in this uh, chaotic world and things that are going on in the world. Uh, we've seen indictments and all kind of stuff. Uh, Hawaii is on fire, stuff that's going on. We need to increase in our faith. It's important that we have the faith 
to operate the faith to move in because we need to be able to have the faith that we need to make it in this day. Notice what he says in, in, in Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Well, how do you get it? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's why it's important for you to become, uh, have a, a scripture based life. Find out what the Bible says, read the scripture, study the scripture and, and, and other things if you need to, but study them. So faith comes by hearing. So then faith coming by hearing and hearing by what the word of God. So it's important that we have faith, that we have the faith that we need. And so that's the thing that we need. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 and verse one, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence, uh, and the evidence of things not seen, uh, and so we we read that, and we understand that about what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. Then he goes on in verse number six of Hebrews uh, eleven and six. He says, "But without faith, it is impossible to please God." It's impossible to please him uh, for he that coming to God must first believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He says, understand that without faith it's impossible to please God. That's why we need to increase our faith. That's why our faith needs to be increased. And we do that by hearing the word of God. We hear that faith comes by what we hear and our faith is built up. When we hear the word of God and we hear what God says and God gives us a supply and begins to increase our faith. I can't tell you how many times I've heard or read the scripture and my faith has been increased to believe God for something, to believe God for the impossible. When I read the scripture and it says with man, things are impossible, but with God, all things are possible. That increases my faith. When I read the Bible and, and begins to tell me now unto him that's able to do, and he begins to tell me what he's able to do, that increases my faith. And so we need to increase in our faith. We, we increase in a lot of stuff, but sometimes we forget that our faith needs to be increased. I know we think, well, I got faith and we got all the faith we need. But here he says, Lord, increase our faith. So our faith can constantly uh, be increased on a continual basis. Our faith can continually be increased. So we need to ask God to increase our faith. I want to increase my faith. Sometimes you just got to uh, block off a space, a time where you read the word, listen at the word, download it, got messages. You can download these messages. Uh, they're podcasts. Uh, you can download these messages, go to the website and click on Bible study. And you can download that and listen to it all day if you want. But you get that so you can increase your faith because the Bible is right. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we increase our faith by hearing the word. That's why the enemy don't want us to hear the word. That's why he don't want us, you know, we in church and stuff. 
He wants to get us distracted with everything but the scripture, everything but the word. He'll let us dance. He'll let us get in everything else. And as soon as the word comes, he'll put you to sleep. <laughs> he'll put you to sleep. And, and, and you got to know that. Um, let's, let's see. I'm going to find another scripture here. Um, and let's see, can I find it? What I want to find for you here and, and show you exactly what I'm, I'm talking about. And, uh, when it comes to the word and how the enemy comes to steal the word. And, uh, let's see, that's, uh, I think I found it. Uh, yeah, let's, let's look at Matthews, um, Matthews chapter 13, I think I, I can read that. That's um, that maybe uh, there's a little more in detail on one of them, but I think this one will be uh, suffice uh, uh, for what I'm trying to do. Matthews chapter 13, and he gives a parable concerning the sower. And he talks about the sower, uh, and this is which receives seed by the wayside. But he says, in verse 20, Matthew chapter 13, but he that receiveth the seed, the seed into a stony place, the same is he that heareth the word and with and receive it with joy. But yet have he not root in himself, but doeth endure for matter of fact, let me there's another uh, there's another place I can read that that's even better. And let me uh, let me find that one, because I, I think there's. It gives a little more of what I want to say. And uh, let's see. I think this one would be even better. Here we go. Let's read this one. Mark chapter 4. Let's look at that one and verse 14. All right. The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and take away the word that was sown in their heart. When the word was sown, whether it's out of church, in church, he don't, he don't wait. He comes immediately and take away the word that was sown in their hearts. And verse 16, and these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word immediately, receive it with gladness. But notice they receive it with gladness. They dance, they shout, fall out, roll under the floor, under the pew, whatever the case may be. Uh, they get excited about what they're hearing. But he says in verse 17, and have no root in themselves. And so endure, but for a time and afterward, when afflictions or persecution arise for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. They have no uh, durability. They don't stand. They don't, they can't take it. They can't deal with it. And so what ends up happening is soon as persecution come or something, they get offended. They get offended by the word and they, they don't, they don't last. They don't stand and stay home for weeks and months and, 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 and all that stuff. But you would have thought with all that dancing and shouting they were doing, they would be more stronger than what they are. But he says, no, they, they don't have anything, no root. They, they don't have nothing that grips the inside, the roots that go down and grip inside in themselves. And so they endure 
afterward for a little while. But when afflictions come, when persecution come, you can see how they act. And then he said, uh, then these are they which are, uh, verse 18, these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enter in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. He said, that's a whole nother group. Uh, they, the word is sown among thorns, but the, the word, the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. Now, nothing wrong with riches, but here he says, the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things. And I know, you know, we're not just talking about fleshly things and adultery, fornication and all that stuff. He says, and the lust of other things enter in and choke the word. And it becomes unfruitful. It, it becomes unfruitful, which means it does not multiply. It does not do anything for the person that heard it. It does not increase them. It does not make them better. It does not make them where they uh, will will be in a better place this year than they were last year or this month than they were last month because it chokes it out. The cares of this world and the things that they're pursuing and going after have choked out this word and made it unfruitful. It's like church. Uh, I've always said it. I've seen it a lot now lately on, on social media, but I've been saying it for years that you don't build uh, your, your church around your schedule, you build your schedule around your church. In other words, if you got, you know, we know the time for family vacation and stuff like that, but if you got Bible study on Tuesday night, you don't, you don't plan anything else for Bible study. Whether it's virtual or in person, you, you go to Bible study. You plan, you, you plan your schedule around your church, not, not your church around your schedule. All right, y'all will catch that in a minute. And so notice he goes on and he says, and these are they which are sown on ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some 30-fold, some 60-fold, and some 100-fold. So this is why we need to increase in the word of God. Get that word, increase in the word, increase in our faith. And the word is the thing that increases our faith. And so we need to work on that. Let me move on. Uh, next, we need to increase in strength. We need strength today. And everybody, no matter how much Holy Ghost you got and how much strength you think you got, you still need some more. We need God to strengthen us every day. Notice what he says in Proverbs 24 and verse 5. A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge. He keeps going back to that knowledge thing. A man of knowledge increases strength. A man of knowledge increases strength because the more you know, the better you can be. It increases your strength. It, it, a man of knowledge increases strength because there's some things, it takes the, the pressure and the work out of it. When you got the knowledge how to do certain things, you don't have to work as hard. And some of us, when we get the knowledge of certain things, we increase in our strength. Notice what he says in Philippians chapter 4. Verse 13, very familiar scripture, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Christ is the one that has to strengthen us. We can do it if he gets strength from him. So we need to increase in our strength. Ask God to help us 
to increase in our strength with our knowledge. It helps us to increase. And then in, in Isaiah 4, uh, 4 and 13, he says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. My God. If you wait on God, he said, wait on me, the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. We know how eagles mount up. He said, they're going to be running and not be weary. They're going to walk and they're not going to faint. But you got to learn to increase your knowledge and learn to wait upon me. And I'll renew your strength. I'll give you strength that you didn't think you had. I'll renew your strength when you get down is like that driving in the car uh when that gas light come on i often tell them at church when that gas light come on everybody get quiet you had the music blasting and loud but that light pop on and and everybody you turn that music off and get quiet and you trying to concentrate to make it to the next station all you want to do is make it to the next station so you can get so you can get a gas and get filled up. And as soon as you put some gas in there or you fill it up, you feel better. You, you turn the music back on and go to moving and stuff. Why? Because now you, you're feeling better. And so we have to do like that. Let the Lord fill us. Sometimes it, he fills you in different ways. He can do it in church. He can do it during your time of meditation and prayer. He can do it at other times. God is not restricted just to the building. He's not restricted just to be in the service to strengthen you, but he can strengthen you. And so we have to ask God to help us increase in our strength. All right. Then we need God to help us to increase in our joy. Our joy needs to be increased. There's so much sadness today in the world and we need to increase. We need to keep our joy happy, keep our joy full. He says in Isaiah 29 and 19, the meek also shall increase their joy in the Lord. Ah, the meek also shall increase their joy in the Lord and the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. Oh, did you hear that? Oh, they, they, they shall increase their joy in the Lord. You should increase your joy, have joy in him. In 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 4, he says, these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. He wants us to have joy. Therefore, with joy, share your draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Did you hear what I said? That's why you want to increase in your joy because you can draw waters. Uh, let me, let me, let me get that for you because I, I want you to, 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 to get that. Uh, it's, it's, um, let me get it. Let me find it and, and, and get it for you because I want you to, um, to, to take that, that particular scripture because that's, it's a very important scripture. Um, and let me put the right thing here. Uh, there we go. All right. And this in, in Isaiah chapter 12, verse three, therefore with joy, shall ye draw waters out of the wells of salvation. You sing that song years ago with joy, you draw waters out the well of salvation. God wants you to have joy. He said, if you want to get 
if you want to draw waters out of the well of salvation, what is the bucket that you draw it with? You draw waters, or therefore with joy do you draw waters out of the well of salvation. Joy is the thing that drink, and all of us know water is good. Now, I, I saw something the other day that I never knew. Uh, you know, it, well, a lady died from intoxic, intoxication of water. She drank too much water. She drank it too fast, and she drank it. I think she drank like four, five, six bottles, and she drank them within uh, close, real close to each other, and it, it it caused her to die. But most of us know that water is a purifier, it's a cleansing thing for our bodies, and a lot, a lot of us drink more. I, well, I haven't drunk a soda in over a year since last August. Can you believe that? It's been a year since I drank a soda. Uh, and I used to love Pepsi, y'all. Pepsi was my drink of choice. But it's been a year since I drunk one. And, uh, you know, sometimes we drink juices and stuff. But water, if you can, if you can get it and just drink it in its, in its uh, pure form, it, it's, it's refreshing. It, it, it helps to eliminate some of the stuff out of your body. And he says, if you want joy, if you want water, uh, you, if you want to draw waters out the well of salvation, use your joy to get it. You heard that song, I think, with Shirley Singer, Shirley Caesar's song, This Joy That I Have, The World Didn't Give It, and The World Can't Take It Away. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Are you listening? So we need to increase in joy. Don't be looking around here being sad, bad, disgusted, upset, beset, backset, looking sad and 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 got a frown on your face. Uh, oh, come on, y'all. Got a frown on your face like six o'clock. Oh, you need to put a smile on your face like it's a quarter to three. Smile and have joy and let your joy in increase. All right. The last thing, uh, and, and I'm going to get out of here. Well, last two things. And we need to increase in love. First Thessalonians chapter three, verse 12. And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. He wants us to increase and abound in love toward one another. Everyone said they love God, but do you love each other? You, you love, you know, we dancing and falling out. I just love him. I love you. Yay. And we singing, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord, today because you care for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you and all that. But he says you need to increase in love, not just for God, but you need to increase in love for one another. That's what he says. First Thessalonians 3.12. He says, and abound in love one toward another. You need to increase in love toward each other. We need to handle each other better. We need to do each other better. We need to love each other better. You know, we, we, we sometimes we do a poor job at that. We, we have a, sometimes we do a poor job at loving uh, people in church, people outside of church, our family members. We just have a problem with it. And I'm going to tell you what the problem stems from. The problem really is, if you got a problem, uh, a hard problem loving others, the problem is probably the first person you need to fall in love with besides God First person you need to fall in love with is yourself. Because you can only love people according to how you love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you have a problem loving other folk. 
So we need to increase in love. We need to start feeling good about ourselves. We need to feel better about ourselves. And if we feel better about ourselves, then we can love each other. But we've got to do better with loving each other. That's important. Do better with loving each other. Oh, come on, y'all. I see you. Come on. We, we got to do better with loving each other. That's important. Do better with loving each other. All right. And I know sometimes that's hard, but, you know, we got if we love ourselves, uh, then we can love somebody else. And, and you know, because we got to understand anybody can love the lovable. Sometimes it takes a little more to love people that, you know, you know, you know how that goes. But you got to you got to increase our love. We got to know how to how to treat people and handle people better. All right. That's important um, because uh, a man can only uh, a person can only love you according to how they love themselves. And they got to do that. All right. Here, here's the um, another one. We have to increase in the church. We've got to increase in souls. We got to increase in souls. Soul winning is important that we increase in souls. And I'm not talking about people. When we talk about souls, and not talking about moving from church. People moving from church to church, swapping their membership from one church to another. That's okay. But I'm not saying that. I'm talking about. Uh, the Bible said in Acts 16 and 5, and so were the church established in the faith and increased in number daily. We need to increase in soul winning and winning souls, people that are unchurched, people that's never been to church, uh, people that maybe they've been to church, but they haven't been to church in years. We need to we need to work on that, increasing and making people feel comfortable when they come to church. What do you mean? comfortable? I'm not saying making them feel comfortable in what they're doing or their sins, because I know some of you how you are. People just making folk feel comfortable in their sins. No, we're not talking about that, but we are saying when people come, we've got to be friendly and nice toward people. We can't be sitting up acting all snobbish and looking at them like they're crazy, because when they come, sometimes they come to church, if they don't know nothing about church and they're coming from the clubs and all of that stuff, they don't know nothing about no, no, this. They don't know nothing about our dress codes. Sometimes they may know, but most of them, if they've never been to church, they just wear whatever they got. Some of them don't even have church clothes. They just come and they were invited, so they just come to church and and they may come with their sleeves out or they, you know what I'm saying. And so we've got to do a better job in in how we deal with souls. Increase in souls. He that winneth souls is wise. So we've got to increase in that. And so we need the Lord to increase us more and more. It's important that the Lord will increase us more and more. Now listen what it says in Psalms 115. And uh, I'm, I'm getting out of here. In Psalms 115. And uh, let's look at the... Uh, let's look at the 14th, uh, 14th verse there, Psalms 115, and it says, watch this. Matter of fact, let's, let's, let's look at uh, verse 12 and uh, down through 14. He says, the Lord have made, been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. 
He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. Watch what verse 14 says. The Lord shall increase you more and more, comma, you and your children. He said, the Lord, if you get a hold of this, the Lord shall increase you more and more. And it won't stop with you, but he'll increase you and your children. I mean, he'll bless the whole family. It won't stop with you. It won't stop when you pass. It won't stop when, when life is over for you or I. It, it'll, it'll keep going. He said, I will increase you more and more, you and your children. All right? And then that other script that I read, uh, he says uh, in, in John chapter 3, let's, let's look at that, and I'm done tonight. In uh, John chapter 3, uh, let's, uh, John chapter 3, and let's look at verse 30. He says, talking about him, he must increase, but I must decrease. Now, that's when he says to us, if we're going to increase, increase, let him increase in us and then let us decrease because the more he increases, the more we should decrease. You know, years ago, they had those little bands. What would Jesus do? Well, the only way we know is by studying his word, reading his word and then letting him increase in us. And when he increases, we decrease. And then when he increases and we decrease, the more of him comes out and the more of him is projected out of our lives and out of our lifestyles and how we do things. So it's important that we understand that we have to increase. And again, I'm not just talking about money and finances, because if that was the only thing we need to increase in, then most of us would be OK. But there are so many other areas and probably some I haven't even covered tonight that we need to increase and we need to work on increasing in our knowledge, in our learning, in our faith. We need to work on increasing in our strength, in our joy, in our love, in, in souls, in being increased more and more for me and my children. And, and then being increased in him, him increasing, me decreasing, my flesh decreasing. Because how many know our flesh ain't no good thing in this flesh. We, we mess up. And we will, we will go to the left on you. But when he increases and we decrease, we can tell the difference when he increases. Well, I pray and trust you got some out of this tonight and that it has blessed you on this Tuesday night. And we're going to pray and um, believe God tonight that he will bless us. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you tonight. And we give your name, praise, honor, and glory for all things we Thank you for this Tuesday night Bible study. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for your increase and abundance that you give to us. And God, help us tonight, oh God, to increase in you, increase in every area of our life, in knowledge, in learning, in the faith. Help us to increase in our strength, our joy, our love. Help us to increase in you. Help us to decrease, but help us to increase in you. God, help us to be better. God, that we can see the maturity, the growth, God, that you've given to us because 
of our increasing. Increase us, O God, more and more. We thank you tonight and we ask for your increasing of our lives, that you will increase us more and more and that you will bless us as never before. And we give your name, praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you. I tell you, it's been a blessing. I've enjoyed teaching tonight, and I know it has blessed you. Uh, I want you to know that God is good. Listen, I want to invite those of you to uh, be a blessing to the work of the Lord tonight, to be a blessing uh, tonight. It, it's Tuesday night, but I believe this has blessed you tonight, and if it has, I want you to show tonight that it has blessed you and by being a blessing to the work of the Lord. I'm going to ask every person tonight that's watching, whether you're watching live or on demand, I'm going to ask you tonight to, to sow a seed uh, that says to me, I've enjoyed this tonight. It was certainly a blessing to me. And I believe that if you do it, the Lord's going to bless you. I'm going to ask you tonight. I'm going to ask at least, I'm going to ask at least 25 persons tonight to sow a seed of $25. That's right. $25. I'm going to ask you to do it. You see the methods of giving on the screen right now. You can use the cash app. You can use Zelle. You can use uh, Givelify. You can use go and you can do it on the website there. You can uh, text the word a uh, give there. Or you can uh, send your donations to RRC 1445 Fulton Avenue, East Point, Georgia. But I don't want anyone to leave this Bible study tonight without giving. If you can't give 25, give 20, but don't leave. Leave. Uh, let me know tonight that this has been a blessing to you and sow a seed tonight and give it. Again, the methods and ways of giving on the screen I want you to do that tonight and let's be a blessing on tonight. And we'll thank you. Some of you are going to tithe uh, tonight. I want you to do that. Somebody watching me, you've been holding and holding and you've been saying, I, I, Pastor Martin, I've been, I've been wanting to get this to you and to RRC. Do it tonight. Sow that seed right now. And I know the Lord will bless you for doing so. He will increase you financially. He will increase you in abundance. Now, listen, that those of you that, uh, you would love to follow us. This is your first Bible study, but you would like to know whenever I'm going live on Monday nights, I do check-in Mondays on Tuesday nights. Uh, I do this Bible study on Monday nights at 7 p.m. I do prayer, uh, call-in prayer, and you can be a part of all that. And even some of you maybe want to join and become an e-member no matter what state you live in. I want you to to be a part. And so, uh, listen, on the screen, you can see right now, if you want to connect with us, you see that right now, all you've got to do is the number that you're looking at, uh, 833-675-6263. All you got to do is text the word connect there and some information to come back to you and uh, you'll be connected to us. And we'll, every time I go live, even our services Sundays, we will, you get a notification, a text notification that we are live or we're going live probably 15 to 20 minutes before we go live. Then if you want to uh, submit prayer requests, you can do that. Uh, you see that, that part, the same number, you can text the word prayer request. What you do is when you, when you, before you put prayer requests, 
type, just type out what your prayer request is. And at the end of your prayer request, just put the word prayer request and, and send it, text it to us. And what will happen, we'll get it and you'll get some information back. It'll give you the number that we use on Monday nights for our prayer at uh, 7 p.m. And you'll be a part of that. And you also, you will be notified also. And then if you want to be a member, if you want to join and be a member of RRC, many have. We've got many even tonight that are here that are watching, that are viewing us. And uh, so many we have over the last couple of weeks, people have been joining and we're grateful. If you want to become a member, you can do it tonight. You see that information, same number, 833-675-6263. And you can text the word e-member, e-membership or e-member to that number. You'll get something that will come back to you and have asked you for your name and, and your address and stuff. But then there's a link in that text. If you click it, it'll take you to a form. If you fill it out and uh, give us your information, you will receive, now I know you're probably not used to this, but you will receive a personal call from me welcoming you to RRC as a member. All right. So I want you to do that. We would love to have you to be a part of our worship. All right. The Lord bless you. Thank you so much for joining. Don't forget this Sunday is going to be a great time. Oh, I told him uh, in, in prayer, uh, if y'all see me Sunday, just dancing and falling out, don't mind me because Sunday is the 20th of August and Sunday would make, it would make three years when I was admitted into the hospital with COVID-19 and was there 10 days hooked up and uh, breathing tube and all that stuff. I mean, uh, you know, oxygen and, and they've given me the stuff during the time that they gave the president trying to get that fluid out of my lungs and COVID out of my lungs. But the Lord brought me out in 10 days after being in ICU, brought me out of there and brought me home. And it took me uh, maybe about a month or two months to sort of get back into the swing of things. And, uh, you know, my voice came back and lungs came back. And so I'm just grateful to God to be alive, you know, just happy to be alive. And so Sunday, if you join us Sunday morning, virtually in person, don't mind me. I, I just I just plan on giving him praise and thank God for life and thanking him for sparing my life and allowing me to be here again. And so uh, please join us this coming Sunday, 10 a.m. Going to be in a great time. You don't want to miss it. And I know the Lord's going to bless you. Well, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you so much for being a part. And I want you to know, be encouraged and understand that some way, somehow, I don't care what you're going through. We're increasing. Things are going to work out for you. Thanks for joining today's podcast. If you want to reach Pastor Dennis Martin, you can email him at pastordmartin at gmail.com. If you would like to support the podcast, use the cash app, the dollar sign R-R-C-O-G-I-C. For more information about the ministry, visit our website at rrcogic.com.